It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to season one, episode 10 of the Fly the W podcast. We hope you liked the interview we just had with Alex Cohen. Great guy. Now the Cubs had a day off on Monday. We're recording this on Monday. And then the Reds come to town. Yes, that is the Reds. They are in the cellar. The Cubs just ahead of them. Crowley, what are you expecting to see the next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night with the Reds coming into Wrigley Field? Well, the Cubs are five and five in their last 10, while the Reds, uh, they they had that awful start and then they had a good run and now they're slipping back. They're two and eight in their last 10. So we have as we have the probables and, and you couldn't ask for anything better. So three pitchers that we really want to kind of take a look at. And, and, and if you wanted to line it up, this lines up perfectly for the Cubs. So hoping that they can really do, you know, the pitchers kind of come and, and do a great job against the Reds. So game one is Tuesday night at Wrigley. You can also hear it on the score. And a little birdie told me, Crawley, that you might actually be in attendance. Yeah, I'll be there. And I'm excited because it's Keegan Thompson's night. So a Keegan Thompson start. I'd love to see it uh, versus Luis Castillo. Uh, When you look at, uh, and that's a 705 start on 670, the score, as we discussed. Uh, Luis Castillo is a guy that we really thought was just going to be a really dominant pitcher. And it just kind of hasn't worked out that way. Keegan's coming off two good starts against Atlanta and Pittsburgh. He hasn't faced Cincinnati so far this season so as a starter, so let's see what happens with that. Uh, Luis Castillo had, in his last two starts against the Diamondbacks, he went seven innings pitch, four hits, three runs, 6K against the Dodgers. Um, and so we'll, he, he, he struggled in his last start. The Cubs do pretty well against Castillo. You, Wilson Contreras, if you're playing beat the streak, 467 and 15 at bats. So I'm excited about that. Ian Happ batting 364 and 22 at bats. Even Jason Hayward, his knee may be feeling better because he bats 333 with 24 at bats against uh, Luis Castillo. So, you know, good opportunity here. We'll see what happens. Well, if these are the final days of Wilson Contreras as a Chicago come, I'd love to see him beat up on Cubs pitching on his way out of town. All right, so that's game one. Again, Keegan Thompson is the thrower, and of course, all eyes should be on that. That's why Cubs fans should be dialed in to Cubs radio, this podcast, to see things like Keegan Thompson. And, and now game two. It's going to be on Wednesday, of course, at Wrigley Field, and it's Justin Steele, Crowley, in that one. Yeah, Justin Steele versus Hunter Green. 
Um, Steele's last start against the Reds, May 26. Uh, he gave up, it was a uh, one to forget two innings pitch, seven hits, seven earned runs, two walks, two Ks. That was the one where the Reds went off for like 20 runs. So not a great start for Keegan, but obviously he's done better against the Braves. He went five innings pitched, uh, five hits, two earned runs, three Ks. His last start against the Pirates. It's deceiving. He went 5.2 inning pitch. We talked about VR in his glove. That was the one where the defense was just awful. So, you know, he gave up seven hits, five earned runs, eight Ks though in that game. So he had to get six outs every inning. So it wasn't really his fault. Uh, Hunter Green is that, you know, young uh, Reds prospect that's just throwing a lot of heat. Uh, two starts to go against the Brewers. He went five innings pitch, four hits, four un- earned runs, six Ks. So, and in his last start, he went uh, five innings pitch, nine hits, six earned runs, two walks, and three Ks. But Hunter Green can really uh, put it up there, you know, triple digits every now and then. So I'd like to see how he does against uh, Christopher Morrell. That might be a good matchup, but neither teams have, have huge numbers against each other. There's not a lot of uh, that you can glean from the numbers there. No, and again, Justin Steele, worth the price of admission. I will be tuned in. I will be listening. I'm really excited. Keegan Thompson, game one on Tuesday. Game two on Wednesday will be Justin Steele. And then, Crowley, we get game three. We get Kyle Hendricks. We talked about him in the first segment of the podcast. He had an unbelievable night down in St. Louis against the Cardinals and just was able to beat them, which just made me smile from ear to ear. So we get a Kyle Hendricks and we'd like to see if he can put two good quality starts together in a row. So against the Reds on 525, last time he faced them, he didn't do terrible. It was, it was four innings pitch, five hits, four runs, one walk, one K, but it was uh, Joey Votto, one man wrecking crew there. The Cubs lost four to three, but Votto tripled and Homer and had three RBIs. So, as we talked about earlier, Hendricks stinks against the Atlanta Braves and he's awesome against the Cardinals. So the last two starts, that's who we faced. So we'll see how he does against Cincinnati. Hopefully, like you said, another quality start. Uh, Graham Ashcraft made his first start May 22nd. So he wasn't originally part of the Reds rotation, but he's had two starts, uh, uh, two starts to go against the Brewers. He went five innings pitch, eight hits, six earned runs. But the last start against the Giants, he went eight innings pitch, six hits, two earned runs. So let's see what the Cubs do. They've never faced him in any kind of role before. So hopefully uh, they can get to him and score some runs. Absolutely. We want the Cubs to score more runs. We want to fly that W. I'm going to say two out of three in this one. We'll get Crawley's prediction in just a minute. But earlier today, Monday, on the Mully and Haw Show, John Heyman always joining the guys in the 7 o'clock hour. You can catch the interview on the Odyssey app if you missed it. But we had a piece of sound in regards to Kyle Hendricks that we wanted to share with you. It's going to be, you know, something that is is – it's, it's easy to identify this rebuild. Now, in that context, Kyle Hendricks, he was great on Friday night. Vintage Hendricks. Is he somebody that you think will be uh, pursued during the trade deadline? Will teams want to look at that two years left and $30 million on his deal and think, okay, we'll give up something you know, for a Kyle Hendricks to help us in a pennant race? Yeah, I, I do think so. I mean, even when he was going poorly uh, for most of this year, I thought so teams would be interested in Kyle Hendricks. He's certainly reliable. He's one of the few pitchers who never seems to be hurt and he does have it in him. We've seen it obviously in the past. Um, So, and there's a lot of need for starting pitching all around baseball. So I I do expect that there will be a market for Hendricks. 
I'd put him on that list with Robertson, <clears throat> Contreras, and uh, and the other Cubs players who will be out there in the market and uh, be pursued by other teams. So that was from the Mully and Haw show earlier today, 670 The Score. You can check out the interview in its entirety on the Odyssey app. You can always listen on the Odyssey app when we are live as well. Again, this is the Fly the W podcast, Season 1, Episode 10. Title of this one is That's Baseball. And Crawley, I'd get, love to get your reaction to Kyle Hendricks potentially moving on from the Cubs. That surprised me a bit, and I, I will tell you why. I think that Kyle... When you're talking about needing pitching for the playoffs, usually you're looking for guys that are going to push you over the top. And I think Kyle Hendricks in 2016, 17, 18 was that guy. Is Kyle Hendricks a guy where, you know, on a playoff caliber team, where would he slot in? Would he be a top three starter? Remember when you get into the postseason, usually most teams don't go more than four starters. You never see a fifth starter. And now more and more, you're starting to see him being, you know, three starters. So I just don't know if a, a true playoff team has Kyle Hendricks in the top three of their rotation. The other thing I think about is that the Cubs have to have something. You have, you literally can't give away every single player on your roster and field a triple A team. I know that's what it feels like right now, but that's not what's happening. Kyle Hendricks is a guy that, as, as John Heyman points out, he stays relatively healthy. He takes the ball 30 times, however many times a season, and, and, and can give you a lot of good quality starts. I think he has more value as a bridge guy to the next good Cubs team. I, I just can't imagine. I mean, what would you have if you got – you want more Alec Mills start? You, you've seen – with when all of our guys were injured here, when you're talking about Stroman and Miley Smiley and even Kyle, who who missed a couple starts with a sh you know resting his shoulder a little bit, how bad that was, how the young guys got tattooed, how the bullpen got abused uh, and, and overworked, and it just has an absolute domino effect. You have to have some major league ready starters. We we've talked about it ad nauseum about how we're seeing Miley and Smiley looking like they're gone, no doubt. And then you have Stroman who's on a pretty good contract, but I, you have to at least have two quality major league starters, even if they're not the top tier starters. Uh, and you have to have some depth behind that. And so there's no way I can see them trading Kyle Hendricks. I don't know about you, Dustin. I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying and I, I don't disagree at all. The, the, I guess it's all about the future and what you're going to get back. Um, if they think the division is going to be winnable next year, then keep Kyle Hendricks around because he is also baseball affordable, right? He's got about 30 million left after next year over the course of two years. So that's, you know, I'd love to have 30 million over the course of 20 years, but in two years of baseball, that's affordable these days. So you'd have to knock my socks off as a fan on what you were going to get back. If you were indeed going to move on from Kyle Hendricks. The other thing I question is, you know, how much does Kyle Hendricks want to get involved in the progression of, you know, your Justin Steele's, your Keegan Thompson's, your Caleb Killian's. Does he want to be that, that kind of a, a mentor, if you will. And I think he could do good in that if that was something he wanted to do. So Crowley, before we wrap this one up, I had said two out of three. Are you uh two out of three? And are you talking about getting the broom out in this one? Boy, two out of three seems, seems really good, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the sweep. I'm going to say the Cubs take it. I, I, I have a feeling that Keegan and Justin are going to look really good. 
And then the Kyle one has me a little bit more nervous, but you know, against Graham Ashcraft, I think hopefully that the, the Cubs can uh, adjust him fairly quickly and, and we can take the broom out, fly the W three times. And, and Wrigley always sings a little bit louder when it's a sweep. All right, two out of three for me. Crowley's got the sweep, and I'll tell you what, if they don't win one, there'll be language for both of them. That would be on Season 1, Episode 10. So Season 1, Episode 10 is in the books. That's baseball. We'll be back with Episode 11 later that this week. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you guys liking. We're encouraging you guys to subscribe if you have not already. How about you, Crowley? Absolutely. And follow us on all our socials on Facebook, fly the W on Instagram and Twitter, fly the W 670. And don't forget to email us any thoughts, suggestions at fly the W 670 at gmail.com.